The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Well, Michael Lombardi, it is called the Lombardi Line, so would you like to come up with a line or two to describe what you saw from Steph Curry last night? Because I've slept on it, and I'm at a loss. How about you start it? Well, I would say congratulations to you. You have been on this Steph Curry, the MVP train for a while now, that he's the best player. And I think what we saw last night in the fourth quarter, which I think is the most critical element of personnel scouting, understanding what greatness looks like, is all the Celtics great players, these superstars, they played like B-plus players. And the only real A-plus player on the court was the great Steph Curry. And he won the game in the fourth quarter. Fair, just took it over. And I think that was a display. If I were to write a book about greatness and what greatness looks like, evidence to the fourth quarter, that's greatness. Playing your best when your team needs it the most and dominating the competition. There you go. Well put. And you've chronicled greatness Throughout your career, I thought about that last night while he was playing. I was like, you got to write about this guy. 43 points, 10 rebounds on potentially an ankle that wasn't perfect. 
a sprained foot, of course, seven three-pointers made. This is coming against uh, the number one defense in basketball, a great defense, defensive player of the year. For the series, he's averaging over 34 points, over six rebounds, over almost four assists, shooting 50% from the field. He's shooting 49% from three and 88% from the free throw line. He was, it was majestic last night, man. And again, you you kept on saying bigger, tougher, stronger, more athletic, younger. He's 34, and he just did this against a team that is absolutely attacking him when he's on offense. And he's getting really no help. I mean, Draymond is a, is a wash. I mean, Draymond, you know, he ended the game at a, at a plus minus of zero, but he's a wash. I mean, they started Otto Porter in the game, you know, and, and they played him 15 minutes. I mean, they're desperate. They're looking for solutions. You know, he didn't start Looney, and I thought Looney ended up being he's one great. of his best players on the court. You know, I think I think Steve's got to reconsider that. But, look, look, at the end of the day, if you're a Celtic fan, Tatum had an open look. Smart had open looks. Jalen Brown, I thought, played his worst in the fourth quarter. I didn't think he played well. You know, they had open looks. Horford's the only one who made the open three. They had every opportunity to get back in it. They couldn't make the shots that counted. I mean, they couldn't make the shots that counted. And so why do you say this? Okay, let's just put this in perspective. Tom Brady is probably going to be the greatest player of all time. Is he the greatest athlete? No. Is he the fastest? No. Does he have the strongest arm? No. But when the game matters most, he wins titles. You know, is Aaron Rodgers, if we were playing pickup, you know, I saw somebody say Peyton Manning's the best quarterback that ever played. There's no doubt Peyton Manning was tremendous, except he only won two Super Bowls, one of which the defense carried him to the finals. Like, great players win titles. They carry their team to a title. And what Curry did last night is an indication of how a great player carries it. And and I think, to me, he got cheated, Patrick. He got cheated. I mean, you know, he ends up with, what, 40-some points? I mean, he got fouled on multiple times on three-point shots that they never called. In my hurry to get Michael Lombardi's synopsis, I forgot to welcome you. This is the Lombardi line. We're presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Those of you watching on Nesson, it's starting to get tight. 2 2 series tie, Michael Lombardi. 107 97 win for the Golden State Warriors last night. Of course, the Golden State Warriors, they cover. Plus, good, good job by you. That plus 135 does cash on the money line. As you mentioned, if you're going to bet them, Hit them up on the money line, 213 and a half. It stays under the posted total. Now, let's get to the awkward conversation for the Boston audience, and that's Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, yep. he, he, he emulates Kobe Bryant. You could see and watch literally the life and confidence leave his body last night. Jason Tatum is yeah. not where people think he is. He's 28 of 82 from the floor in the series. He's shooting 34% from the field. I mean, and it's it's comical that he's got such a high rating to be the MVP of the series because we said yesterday he wasn't. I mean, I would give it to Jalen Brown. I'd give it to Smart before I give it to him. Is he? I think what we saw out of Jason Tatum is he's a really good player. Very good. Is he Kobe Bryant? I don't. Th- <laughs> he's not. Kobe Bryant wins that game. Kobe Bryant wins that game for Boston. I mean, now you got to be careful here. We're not saying Tatum's not a good player. I'm not saying that at all. Of course not. I'm just saying when you want to put people in this upper echelon of greatness, they have to carry the fourth quarter. They got to win the game. And Tatum has not played well for four games. Boston's won two of them, and he hasn't really played. Now, the first game he dished the ball. He didn't shoot well. I mean, they've done a nice job of, of corralling Tatum and not letting him take the game over. But last night, to me, go back and watch the last six minutes of that game closely. That was, that was the moment where a great player takes over the game. 
and the only one who did it was on the Warriors team, not on the Celtics team. It's just you just have to acknowledge it. It doesn't minimize how good of a player Tatum is. It's just when you want to get to that rarefied air, you've got to be able to deliver when it matters most. Golden State had nowhere to turn. They knew it. Boston knew it. Boston threw the kitchen sink, and he gave a virtuoso performance. That's the di- that's the difference. Like, and that is with the Defensive Player of the Year. That's one of the all-time great defensive teams. And we'll get into the metrics and the numbers and what Wiggins did and you know the surrounding cast, which was much better, specifically rebounding the basketball. I'm just stuck on the stunning performance because again, I, I can. They're showing the replay down in the corner here. I mean, he was dialed in as well. And what stood out to me when he was flexing at one point, this is kind of abstract, but what stood out to me, Michael Lombardi, was just how much he's put into this. Look at his body now. He's 34 oh, years old. I thought he's, the same thing too. Do you know what I'm saying? Hit the muscle when he was. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, the tone in it. I mean, it was incredible. Look, he's he understands what he has to do to be great. And look, he took Davidson to the Elite Eight. Markel's Fultz couldn't even take Washington to the 64. The great Ben Simmons, hope he's feeling better, by the way. He couldn't take LSU to the 64. This guy took Davidson, Davidson, to the Elite Eight. Like, great players win. Let's put that in perspective. Brady's great because he wins. Now, you know, it, does he have the greatest talent? Prob- no. But great players win. Otto Graham won. Say whatever you Otto Graham won. This is why you're this is why you're held in rarefied air. When you win, when your team wins, because it's a team sport. I mean, we have we have minimized it to the point where we're just grading, you know, yeah, Tatum's a really good player. But when that Boston Celtic team needed him the most, he didn't play very well. Now he he knows it as well as anybody. He said it after the game. Shout to you with the Otto Graham th- pull because Otto Porter Jr. was inserted into the lineup, which we should discuss. They went <laughs> We're in small. the Otto world. We're in the, We're auto. in the autos, and, yes. And Kerr goes small, but as soon as Looney, Kayvon Looney was awesome last night. I mean, his, what do you have, 11 boards? Now, we have to get to Wiggins, but I think Looney is the difference here. He is the true size. Bielisa as well. Actually, some good defensive minutes that they gave him, but the difference, I mean, Okay, we'll put Steph aside. Can we talk about Wiggins and can we talk about system? If this, if you watched Wiggins in Minnesota and then you said this is not a facsimile of who that kid was, I mean, they really built yeah. him up. He wasn't a rebounder in Minnesota to say the least. He had 16 boards. I think he had three or four of those on the offensive glass. Uh, just a monster game, 17 points. By the way, his prop points and rebounds, I believe was 20 and a half or 21. He goes 17 points and 16 boards. He almost got there with the rebounds. Yeah. I mean, and that rebound he got late in the game on the, on the missed shot that they turned into another three pointer by Curry that he got the long rebound. I mean, it was, you know, he was active. He was, you know, he was plus 20 for the game. Patrick he was great. played 43 hard minutes. I mean, look, he didn't, he's seven for 17 from the floor. But he did the things he needed to do, plus he defended. I mean, look, he defended as well as anybody. Let's be honest here. I mean, you know, the, the reality of it is is when Boston doesn't get elite performance from one of those three players, Smart was minus 17, Brown was, 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 was even, and Tatum was plus one, that, that's not going to cut it. You know, and so, the, and, and look, I, I thought they shortened their rotation. They went very, very, they, they only played eight guys last night, typically is what they've been playing. You know, and and they knew that was the game they had to win. You could sense Boston oh. knew it, and they had control of it, right? <laughs> they had control, and then they just couldn't. The last five minutes, their player was better than our player. That's what happened. Yeah, but what is it about Boston? 
And when we come back, we'll set up the series price, we'll set up the MVP, but and we'll get into the numbers. But what is it about Boston where after wonderful perform excuse me, wonderful performances, they have these letdowns. There was no reason on a Friday night at TD to have a letdown last night, but they they kind of did in the half court. They went stale late. I mean, they did. Golden State dominated them in the final three pointers. Yep. They kept shooting. I mean, and Jalen Brown, I, I was afraid he was going to turn it over every time he was penetrating, you know, and so they, they didn't shoot. Look, it, you live and die by that, right? They, they had open looks. Hartford hit the one in the corner that got him to three. You know, you think they're going to get back in it. They needed a stop, and then Wiggins gets that rebound, and all of a sudden now it's back to six, you know, and then they turn the ball over, game over. You know, but to me, go back and watch the last seven minutes of the game. The, it was there for the taking, and the guy who took it, was the best player, as you've been talking about, on the court. And and we said yesterday, there's no way he could win the MVP if it goes five or six. But now I bet he's the favorite to win the MVP. You know, I'm not saying that the Boston's going to get a limit. I'm not saying that. I th- I, you know, this could go seven easily now. And by the way, I mean, I was just having fun with it. Yesterday when Michael and I sat here, it was plus 105 on Jason Tatum. That's what we thought was a joke. You thought smart. You thought Jalen Brown. I totally agree. And Steph, it's only happened once with Jerry West where the loser in the finals won an MVP. Steph at 205 was still kind of short. So it's not like I'm breaking news here. I'm just thinking, is there anybody that even rivals him as the best player in this series? I mean, Jalen Brown's been the breakout for the Celtics. It hasn't been Tatum. No, I, exactly. But there's a perception that Tatum's the best player, and that perception. And I think as a fan, look, we, you love the Celtics, love your team, right? You love them, right? But you got to be honest about who is truly an elite player. Is Tatum going to get a max contract? Yeah, but that doesn't make you a star. Stars win the game. If you want to be Kobe Bryant, you get the ball, no matter who's guarding you, no matter where the doubles come from, you score. Go back and watch it. Listen to this. Boston was up 91-86 with 7.32 to play in the fourth at home. They scored six points the rest of the way. That's not going to get it done. That's not championship material. We come back with the Game 5 odds and MVP odds updated here at Lombardi Line on a Saturday. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we are going to be joined by Jeff Siegel coming up a little later. And here are Jeff Siegel's, of course, express bet. He's been killing it on the Lombardi line with the Preakness picks. He's going to give you the Belmont picks later today. Express bet analyst Jeff Siegel. So here's who he has today, both at Santa Anita. Race three at Santa Anita. Jeff likes the six horse Priano at five to two on the morning line. In race six at Santa Anita, Jeff has the two horse Connie Swingle. At top at five to two. Jeff is coming off, as I mentioned, the Preakness pick, and now you can get $25 free to bet and follow him in today's Belmont Stakes. All you have to do is sign up for First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN, and place a bet on his pick, which is Rich Strike, the Kentucky Derby winner. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details, and when you do, again, it's vsin, B S I N.com slash horses. Use the promo code LV Belmont. L.V. Belmont and follow Jeff, who's been killing it lately here on the show. Michael Lombardi all of a sudden is a horseman. Yesterday, we had Aaron Halterman racing dudes. He's going to join us in a second. We're just getting his connection up. Michael Lombardi says, oh, I'm going to ask some novice questions about horse racing. And frankly, the questions have been awesome. He's been getting into the sport. There he is. We're going to have okay, Jeff Siegel. We're going to have Jeff, Jeff Siegel on later. And I was just talking about your acumen as a horseman lately has been awesome with those questions. Oh, I love it. I, You're getting into I it. Put, I put my, uh, I got, I put my uh, secretariat picture up here on the wall here at the office. Oh, I, I have love to it, see so. that. Can you show me that? Yeah. Well, with the next break, I, I, pull I it down and show it to me. Cause I will. It, I'm, I'm I will. Obsessed. It's the best. It's, it's in, you know, it's in black and white, which I love it. Today's the preakness. I love that. He loves rich strike today. I did. T- I it's, a, it. it's a good story. We're going to try. I'm going to try to beat 
your boy, Rich Strike. And then your girl, Nest, is running his way. We, we've got an eight-horse field, one of them a filly, which means a girl for the novices. And she's going to be running, and she's going to have a shot. She's a really, really good filly trained by Todd Pletcher, who's won the Belmont four times. Now, the... Wait till I get to Back the to Boston. Wait till I get to the MVP odds, which have flipped. So, two, oh, two, I, you know, but we said that yesterday. Like, like if you want, if you liked Curry, and it was a risky like, right, because of the way the series was going. So, you know, this is hindsight, but that number had to go completely berserk for him to be the MVP now, right? You want me to give it to you? Okay. Yeah, so, sure. So, and you just you you framed it perfectly for new betters. The the way this works, the market flips game to game. So, understand that yesterday it essentially came down to would Curry dominate and would the Golden State Warriors win Game Four? Because as you said, the series was going to have to go long if a the loser, meaning a person on the losing team that lost the championship, was going to win the MVP. So Steph yesterday was plus 205 to win the MVP. He's now minus 145, a big-time favorite. Think about that wow. flip. That's a tremendous shift. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That has jumped completely the other way from plus 205 to minus 145. For new betters, you got to lay $1.45 to win a dollar. The other side, a dollar would have won you $2.05. Now, Tatum, he went yesterday from... Essentially, even money plus 105. He's now plus 185. I this, mean, unless he turns it around, you know, this is going to be a hard. I mean, we have basically we've got three games, two games, if you will, to figure out who's going to be the MVP. And I would say right now, I, I guess the question you've got to ask yourself is: Can Kerry duplicate what he did last night? Is this sustainable? You know, is this sustainable? And, and I'm not sure it is. I mean, I'm not sure it is. I mean, he's remarkable. But, you know, he can't continue to carry the team. And Draymond can't continue to play at the level he's been playing, although Looney has come in and, and given them some incredible good minutes, even coming off the bench yesterday. So is it sustainable? And then who is it going to be? I still like Smart. He was at 30-1. to 1. He's now... I think when Smart doesn't play well, I think it's really hurts. The, that's when the Celtics kind of fall apart a little bit. When he's going like he was uh, in game four, Four in game three and going to the rim, he he's a different player. They're a different team. That's my guy. I mean, if you want to bet the MVP for the first quarter, it's easy. It's Jalen Brown. He dominates. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree with you. Here are the juicy ones. So smart, sixty-six to one. So he's jumped up now. There. Wow. Yeah. And Jalen Brown, seven to one. If the Celtics win this series in seven, Jalen Brown's going to be your MVP. I'm sorry because Tatum. I, I, he has to be because he's played. He has he has played the best of any Celtic over four games so far. Now we've got to figure out what happens. I mean, if Tatum comes out and has two fifty-point games and they win them both, he's going to be the MVP. Sure. Yeah, we shall see. I don't see it from Tatum. I did like like I said. I, you could almost. It's weird with Tatum. He was hot from three last night, but getting to the rack, he was missing easy layups. I, he, he's a confounding player. Um, he ain't Kobe. I'm sorry. I know that he's wearing the Kobe bracelet and all this kind of stuff. Anyway. I mean, I think you put too much pressure on yourself, Patrick. I mean, you know, it's like if you came into work every day and said, I'm going to be Brent Musburger. And it just puts all the pressure on you <laughs> to have to duplicate this wonderful career this man's had, right? Like, like, why would I come in and say, I'm going to be Hubie Brown or I'm going to be the greatest analyst? You, you, you can't. You know, it's like just be who you are. Don't tell everybody who your, who your, who your idols are. Because when you fall short, everybody you gave everybody an answer. He ain't Kobe. He ain't Kobe. He can be. He can want to be Kobe. 
you know, it's like when those kids, I, I always say this when I speak to, to college c- programs, I say, yeah, everybody have Kobe's picture up in the, in, in the, in your room. Oh yeah. We love Kobe. Yeah. You know, can I give you a little bit about Kobe, how hard he worked? Because if you love Kobe, then you better work as hard as Kobe worked. Cause if you're putting his poster up there and that's your idol and you don't get to the gym at four in the morning and shoot all day long and then have practice at 12, you ain't Kobe. The dif- right? Yeah. Like the difference if you, is after a loss, do you go to the gym at 12 midnight and shoot? Because if you don't, you ain't Kobe. You combine the work ethic with the innate competitiveness, you have a special human in Kobe. You have a special human in Jordan. That, what I, what I said earlier is you could almost see the confidence kind of evaporating with Tatum. Kobe's confident. Kobe go one for 20 from the field. He was more confident with every shot. You see, that, he, that's he just innate. He would have taken over. I mean, he, in fairness, he would have won the game. for the, When they were up by five with seven minutes to go, Kobe would have taken that game over. There. People are special. Brent Musburger, he, he was just born to speak eloquently and just it just flowed out of him. I, I try like a mule. I mean, it's for me, it's plug it away. We all do. Plug yeah, we it away do. every and, day. And, but, but I think that pressure that he's put on himself is what's, it, 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 as, you, as you said to start the show, it's kind of, it, it, it takes it out of him because he knows he's not being Kobe. That's right. He knows it. Well, he started the series with, I think it was a text. He showed a text message. You remember that, that he texts Kobe, like something like, I got you. You no, you don't. What you have is 28 of 82 from the field. And you're again, it's not like he's playing horribly. It's just not, that's not the expectations. And some of those expectations were brought on by himself, constantly given interviews about, can I be the best player on the best team and all this kind of just zip it, get out there and hit some buckets, man. Anyway, I agree. I'm I'm not trying to be just, he's a, he seems like a super nice guy. So not being disrespectful. Tremendous. And and we think, and look, there's not, you know, I mean, if I could get B's in school, that would have been great. He's a B plus player. You know, he is not an elite, elite player. Elite players win that game. And you say, well, you're just, it's unfair to Tatum because it's just one game. No, no, it's not. It's the finals. He's not having his best series in the finals. And I, great players, A players dominate when, the, when it matters the most. I they can, don't disappear. You know what? It's, it's, what we talk, it's what we talk about with Amari Cooper. Like, Amari Cooper's making $20 million a year for the Cowboys, and when they need him to make a play, he can't find him. I, I can hear Nesson getting frustrated, so let's settle them down a little bit. Let, let's put it this way. Kawhi Leonard, that surrounding cast he had with Toronto, was that better or worse than Boston? Obviously much worse, and Kawhi Leonard carried them, who's a superstar, to a championship. LeBron James, the year that he was going to win the MVP if they lost, LeBron James had literally sibs around him, and he won a championship. That's what we're talking about with Tatum. Tatum has wonderful players. The supporting cast, you probably, after Curry, you draft all Celtics. He has a wonderful supporting cast, and they're not getting it done, and he is the dude. Again, he's young, and he can grow into a super-duper star, but right now he's a star, and we can't get, we got to chill with the labels. Okay, so Golden State-Boston, do you want to take a shot on Monday evening? Monday, as my grandmother would say, Monday is uh, the number on game five. You want to take a shot? Two and a half, Golden State. Three and a half. Three and a half, the total 212. So the totals come down a little bit. That three and a half kind of mirrors what we saw, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, games one and two. So just your initial instinct is feels a little heavy on Golden State. Well, this is what Boston does. Boston bounces back from these performances. They've been resilient like crazy. Once again, take Boston on the money line. You know, if you like Boston, take them on the money line. You know, and if you like it, if you like the Warriors to take the Warriors and lay the points, because what we've seen so far and it's been consistent 
is that nobody covers. Like these games are, even though that was probably that was the best game of the series by far, right? It was the best game, the most compelling game. There was no time that I wanted to go to sleep in that game, right? I, I wanted to watch the whole thing. Did you stay so up? Did you stay up great... to like that was a long, long game? Oh, Did I stayed you... up to the I stayed up impressive. to the end on that. That game was too good to not watch, to give up on because you could just tell it wasn't going to. It wasn't going to end. I mean, it wasn't. Neither team were was going to run. Was going to go away. They were going to stay in it. It's. It was a game seven. It was a game seven game. Is what I saw it as. Oh, this this is going seven. It's going. We're going to have a game seven at Chase Center. Okay. When we come back, the Commanders have a new quarterback. Should the they have a should they have a new defensive coordinator? No, I won't make it political. I promise you, I won't put you in that spot. I won't put myself in an awkward spot. But Del Rio, not because of political stance, maybe because of his coaching abilities. We'll come back and discuss that next here. Lombardi line on a Saturday, a busy show. Jick Jack's coming up. We've got plenty to do with Thomas Gable, Jeff Siegel with the Belmont. Join us as we continue. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the VSEN summer special is here for $39. Help us help you become a smarter, more sophisticated, better. Again, I, at this special is kind of like let us do the work for you, but you can also learn. We've got Point Spread Weekly, which Mackinnon, they've been killing it as far as the information. That is drops every Wednesday, and it's just the most comprehensive information when it comes to sports betting you can get anywhere. But on top of it, Adam Burke with the daily Major League Baseball best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel with the best bets throughout the NBA playoffs and the finals, Andy McNeil throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs, plus NFL preseason coverage. We've got golf, including live covered golf, UFC, NASCAR. It's all there, and it's just for 39 bucks through July 31st. Take advantage now. Don't wait. It's vcin.com slash summer. That's vcin.com slash summer. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi. We've got plenty to do. Our boy Jick Jack is going to join us from the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi coming up in just a little bit. Thomas Gable from the Borgata there, Atlantic City, and Jeff Siegel with Express Bet with the Belmont plays. I, as betters, if, if somebody – uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> what are you going to say? I was texting Jick Jack last night. I can't wait to ask him when he comes on. He was – Berman, Bill was over, and he, we were outside doing the pizza barbecue steak night, you know. And so, uh, you know, he Bill was sending him pictures. My man last night got hit with a $42 bill at McDonald's. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that happens. How do you get a $42 bill at McDonald's? <laughs> Chick Jack, the love for food is real. It, it's not just an on-the-show shtick, right? I mean, my, yeah. he, he, so he went to McDonald's. And spent forty-two bucks. I mean, there is a dollar menu. You could be more efficient than that. No, well, he had to. Uh, in fairness, it wasn't for him. It was for his grandkids. But still, how do you spend forty-two dollars at McDonald's? I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever come close to forty-two. Ponder bucks. that until the next. Until we'll, the next block. We'll have, yeah. we'll have him lay out the receipt when he joins us. Um, okay, again, not political, but Jack Del Rio, who's a very conservative yeah. man. The reason I bring this up is because, remember, he talked about the Capitol riots being, quote-unquote, a dust-up. He has since been fined $100,000. There was a lot made of it. Here's my question for you. As a better, if somebody wants to get political, I'll use that to my advantage in this sense. This was an underperforming unit last year defensively for the commanders, and whether or not 
the team likes him. I have no clue, but my assumption is if he's making comments like that, Jack Del Rio, that could linger in a locker room that is full of diversity. So again, well, I'm just looking for angles here as a better and looking for consternation, which is seems to be there with the commanders. Well, I think it w it speaks to another problem too. It speaks to the fact that there's no protocols within their organization. I mean, you and I, we both work for Visa and we work for DraftKings. We've had to go through a, a bunch of training to understand what we can, what we're what we're allowed to tweet out in terms of based on the company. We represent the company when we're on the air. Jack Del Rio represents the Washington Commanders when he's on when he's speaking. You know, Al Davis said this all the time. When you talk, when you get in front of those cameras, you're talking to three people and only three people. You're talking to the fans, you're talking to the owner, and you're talking to your players. That's it. That's it. Now, was that conversation fit into those three? Of course it didn't. It had no business being in those three. But I, I think it points to a bigger picture. I think it points to the head coach who, who has – he has got – he's Teflon. Nobody attacks Ron Rivera. Wonderful man. I'm not saying anything bad about Ron Rivera. As a human being, no. Man's fought cancer, great. He's done all those things. I wish him nothing but the best. Let's take the personality out of it and let's analyze his career. He's had a lot of losing seasons. He's had few of those win seasons, you know, where he adds those in and they carry him. But this year he decided – he decided that he watched his offense, defense, and special teams coordinators and made no moves in the offseason. So what does that tell you about the head coach? It says the head coach is sitting in his office, and he's saying to himself, there's three areas I look at. I look at players, I look at coaches, and I look at scheme. What Rivera said last year as the 23rd, uh, the 21st offense in yards, yards gained, 20 seconds in yard allowed, 25th in points allowed, 25th in points scored. One of the worst third-down defenses in all of football last year. They yep. were 31st. One of the worst offensively, 20th. One of the worst red zone teams in all of football last year, offensively, 29th. He watched all that and said, it's all in the players. The coaching's great. The scheme's great. How, did he, how do I know he said that? He didn't make any moves. He didn't make any moves. He didn't change it. He didn't change what he was doing. And to me, for the talent that they had to be as bad as they were on defense – to be as poor as they are on third down defense, to be as bad as they are against the pass for a team that can really run the, that, that, that should be able to rush the passer. I mean, they were last team in the National Football League in touchdown passes allowed. How's that possible with that front that they have? Well, and so what Rivera is saying simply to all of us, Patrick, is yeah. the scheme's great, the coaching's good, it's just we don't have enough players. And may I just. I think the underlying numbers, and you just did it well as far as defensively, were even worse. And there just wasn't an advancement. I know Chase Young, but didn't he play 10 weeks? He had one sack. Chase Young did not take a step forward. Jamin Davis, the linebacker they drafted, looked lost. It's all, like What I'm trying to say about Del Rio is, are you developing players? It doesn't seem like you are. And then are you scheming this unit to make them better? And the underlying numbers point to no. You add that no. to the divisiveness, he, and it's weird. It's he, a weird situation. He runs the same thing every week. It's just the same thing. He just comes through to it. But let's go back to Rivera. He's the guy who's in charge That's of this fair. operation. That's fair. He's the defensive. He's the head coach with a defensive background. Like since 2016, he's had one winning season. Now I know he made the playoffs in 2020, but that was a seven and nine team. 
I mean, he's had one winning season as a coach. He's four games below 500. He's two games below 500, two games below 500, two games, and last year he's three games. I mean, you know, he's had three winning seasons in his coaching career of 11 years. Three out of 11. And nobody puts him on a hot seat. Nobody puts him on a hot seat. Well, because he went to one championship, he went to one Super Bowl. I mean, Brian Billick went to a Super Bowl and won it, and he got put on hot seats. Yeah, but the best deodorant, Michael, for Ron Rivera is to have an owner that is literally testifying, and I have to testify in front of Congress and all the attention because of the myriad of suits oh, levied I- against Daniel Sanders. It's almost like you can hide underneath the drama. Oh, I, I've said that. If if this was if if Rivera was the coach, remember he fired Marty Schottenheimer after we went at, right. eight and eight. Okay, if Ron, if 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 this was the old Daniel Snyder, Rivera would have been fired this year. There's no doubt, you know. There's no doubt, but it, it, it's not. They've he's basically hanging on for dear life, uh, 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 Daniel Snyder, to own this franchise. But but besides it, like forgetting that, like who's watching the store? Who's watching the store? You got coaches saying stuff that they have no business talking about. So that tells me there's a lack of discipline, there's a lack of control, there's a lack of protocols. Like you've got to be your job as the head coach is to talk to the team about what we're going to t- what we're going to say, what we're going to do, how we're going to handle it. That's that's called leadership. That's called leadership. Look, I don't want I, look, I know you guys got to talk to the press. Talk, here's what here's the messaging that we need to send. You can't have independent messaging. You know, you can't have that. That tells you you're not in control. I, you know, in working on this book, I spent a lot of time on Tom Landry. You know, Landry put in the offensive and the defensive game plans during his time. I mean, he worked on it completely. There was nothing that happened within the Cowboy organization that Tom Landry didn't have his stamp of approval on. That didn't say he did everything, but he was leading the Cowboys. That's what leadership's about. And no one, look, go through all the hot seats. Ron Rivera's not on any hot seat. Everybody's focused on the owner, which certainly he has his own issues. But they were terrible on defense. They don't adjust to anything. They run the same scheme week in and week out. I I say this because I think it's wonderful. So Beeston is owned by DraftKings. And DraftKings, I just did yesterday two hours of sexual harassment training. And I'm sure you have to go through it too. And by the way, good for us. It was extensive. I I learned things that I I didn't understand. I learned stuff that I didn't know. I took the test three times, passed it, felt good about it. And those are the protocols we have set forth. No offense to Jack Del Rio, but you have a lot given to you. You don't get to go on Twitter and act a fool regardless of your public opinion. Dude, pull yourself together. Right, but the spotlight's on his behavior on Twitter, right? That's what everybody focuses on. But there, that that spotlight should not be that's, – that's something he has to – but it should be – the Washington football team should have been fined that's, that's, that's for allowing true. him to do it, yeah, you're for right. not having protocols in place. Like Goodell should be on the phone to the president of the Washington Commodores, I call him, the Commodore, and say, like, look, you know, <laughs> like this is, this is wrong. Uh, now – People would say, well, Rivera came out and fined him. No, what Michael's saying is you have to have protocols in place before the fine actually has to happen. I mean, the, 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 the greatness of – Al Davis said this all the time. The greatness of an organization is anticipate problems, not react. Right? If the greatness of an organization is to anticipate problems, not react. Yeah. When you have protocols in place, you're, you basically are eliminating any, any – you're anticipating problems. You, there's the rules. Here's who we are. DraftKings, here's what you have to do. 
you know, you got to change your password every four months. It drives me crazy, <laughs> drives, but we got to do it dude, anyway. I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, I can't I'm get online half the time. I'm, I mean, and then I got to wait for that lady to call me and I got to punch another. I, okay, I don't know my password. Can I use the temporary one for good? <laughs> I'll just copy and paste it. Please give me an answer. I'm a low key. But there's guy. protocols. But, there's protocols. Hey. Good on them. That sexual harassment stuff was great, and those are protocols that everybody should follow. Jack Del Rio, get in line. Next, Jick Jack and McDonald's. McDonald's. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Major League Baseball and BetMGM, peanut butter and jelly, they go together. King of Sportsbooks, place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. So they're going to give you cash back for not hitting the parlay. That's pretty damn good. Make sure you check it out. BetMGM.com for the one-game parlay. And you got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Michael Lombardi, of course, there in Jersey, Ocean City, where summer is popping. Patrick Maher mm-hmm. here in Vegas, where summer is literally 110 degrees at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. with Mikey and Dom in the pool. We now oh, go yeah. to Beau Rivage and say hi to our man. Of course, Jick Jack Johnson, Carl Johnson, runs the race and sports book there at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi. Look at my man. On brand. Look at my man. He's got the pork chops. What do you got behind you there, my man? That Look, that's not pork chops, baby. That's the ask Lombardi. I mean, this is this is the type of stuff oh, that him and Berman are texting me last night. And I'm, you know, no, I'm, that's what we I cooked mean, last night. I mean, Lombardi's Lombardi's making meat deals on the Jersey Turnpike, you know, with the cover of darkness. And, and you know, I'm going to McDonald's and spending 42 bucks with, with uh, chicken nuggets for grandkids. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yeah, we we had a good one last night with a little light barbecue there, a couple of tomahawks there. You got you know, if not now when, Jick Jack. I mean seriously, <laughs> if not a, now when. That's a great point. Hey, hey, look, you know, one thing uh I mean, look, I don't know if Chef Gordon Ramsay created that kitchen that you have outside, but I mean, this guy Lombardi's got an uni pizza oven. I mean, these guys are eating pizzas as snacks before they eat that they tackle these 50 ounce steaks. I mean, yeah, it's incredible. you know uh, well, I've been I've been really kind of into these uh, Italian cooking shows, so I've learned how to make dough, and so I've been trying to perfect that. You know, every I don't golf, and and I don't have really any hobbies, and so I felt like it's a good opportunity to kind of do that. One of my uh, close friends, uh, Pat Nolan, he took a baking class. So I'm going to go see Pat uh, <laughs> this week, Pat. so I'm going to get more tips. You yeah, know? you're into Italian cooking shows. You mean cuisine? That's what you're into. Well, no, no, I got this other Italian cooking series that's just remarkable. I I can't wait to get back. Uh, uh, you know, when I, I'm going to go away for a week here, Patrick. I'm going to miss you, but yep. I'm going to go get some R&R but the, uh, uh, starting tomorrow. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's been great. So, no, yeah. we have a great kitchen. Uh, you know, Chick Jack, when you when you, when you you come up and visit, <laughs> uh, the summertime, outdoor cooking is part of it. You, outdoor showers and outdoor cooking are a big part of the Ocean City lifestyle. I'm, I'm there. I'm all about that, baby. I am there. <laughs> now, we, now, before we get to the betting, we do have to discuss the breaking news, and that is somehow you managed to spend $42 and change at McDonald's. Care to discuss, Jick Jack? Yeah, you know, uh, you know I, I, I take care of two grandkids full time, and then I had my, my older two grandkids, uh, Braden and Aubrey, come in from Baton Rouge last night to spend the weekend. So, 
you know, I, I offered to take them out to eat barbecue, and they all said, no, Paul, we, we'd just rather have chicken nuggets at McDonald's. So <laughs> I had to go in there. You know, I, I ordered about 80 chicken McNuggets. I mean, people are staring at me. I mean, we're in a small town, so they recognize you anyway. And I just had to put my head down and say, uh, you know, this is what I need. <laughs> You got to work. Carl's the best on brand with the Tomahawks behind him here. Of course, runs the race and sports book there at the Beau Rivage. How did we turn out last night? Of course, a historic performance from Steph. If you want to discuss the game, we'd love to hear your thoughts, but how did it turn out for the book there? Yeah. So, uh, you know, they got us a little bit, a good ball game last night. Uh, I think we was able to control our losses a little bit uh, with the total. Uh, and also, um, you know, they, we had some pretty good in-game wagering uh, to start the fourth quarter uh, that, that minimized our losses. But we ended up losing a little bit last night. Uh, you know, Curry did his thing. I mean, they, you know, Curry uh, ha- has to have games like that for these guys to be successful. They just they don't have the offensive punch that uh, the Celtics have. Uh, but I was really impressed last night, uh, Wiggins. Uh, I mean, 16 rebounds, 13 of them defensively. Uh, I think he was like plus 20, you know, in, in 43 minutes. And then uh, uh, Looney, I believe, was like plus 21, had 11 rebounds uh, in 28 minutes of play. Uh, I, I mean, those guys made up, a, 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 you know, they. you just have to have something to go with Curry. Curry's got to do what he's got to do. And uh, those guys were able to get it done last night. No doubt. And, and, and I guess the question is, can he do it again? I mean, you know, that was a, a, an unbelievable performance. Is it sustainable? Is it sustainable over? Because now we're in a three-game series with the Warriors now having home court advantage back again. So can he sustain that? And, and I think that's the challenge. Carl, what we've talked a lot about this week on, on the show has been the, the line almost is meaningless because whoever wins, whether it's the dog or whether it's the favorite, there's really nothing to worry about other than the over and under have you been getting more action on the money line or taking the dogs? Yeah, uh, you know, we, uh, we have. I mean, we've been getting uh, uh, popped both ways, but you're right. I think this is like uh, 21 games in a row now um, that the, the uh, point spread has not been a thing, uh, you know, which is, uh, it's, it, you know, if you stop and think about it, that's, man, that's strange. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot. Uh, yeah, the, but, bu- the uh, book can get the – you guys get the over-under right. It's the line that doesn't seem that, – that, that doesn't work. Yeah, you're exactly right, Mike. I mean, you know, like I said, 21 games. I mean, you know, I've never heard of that, to be honest with you. It, with Curry, and Michael, you brought it up, with Curry, can he continue this? Can he continue with the effort? It's almost like Carl Johnson, you can spend 42 bucks at McDonald's once, but if you go back again and then you go back again, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying, Carl? Yeah. That's a lot. You can't keep going to that well. That's right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know I, I couldn't fit in this room if I kept going <laughs> yeah, to that. Now, now uh, what people, I think it would surprise some people down there at the Beau Rivage that I, aren't you a lightning specific hockey town kind of, you know, not necessarily hockey town, but they bet the lightning there. And uh, the reason I bring it up is of course a huge game tonight with the Rangers at Tampa. This numbers jumped up at a couple of shops up to 190 with Tampa favored. Yeah. And that's where we're at. We're at, we're at minus 190. Uh, the total is five. The over is juiced minus 145 and the under is uh, plus 120. Uh, yeah. We have an extremely good lightning crowd. Uh, you know, and just uh, for for being down south where, you know, you, you know, we never play it. You know, if I would have had hockey in high school, I probably would have played it. I, you know, I just like rough sports. 
but uh, you know, we just down here in the South, we don't uh, we, we don't have we didn't have hockey then. Uh, we do have a minor league hockey team here in town, but we get such a good Florida group that uh, yeah, they love their Lightning here. That's so. What do you think, Carl? I mean, do you think they close it out tonight? You know, I uh, you know this last game really threw me for a loop, Michael. Um, you know, I thought uh, prior to this last game that the Rangers had outplayed the Lightning. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if the Lightning have just uh, decided to, you know, to regroup here. And they look really good uh, uh, here the other day. And, uh, you know, they're at home, home ice. Um, you know, I'm not going to bet against them in this spot. But, uh, you know, laying a dollar ninety, I, you know, that's a lot here. Uh, the Rangers are still a good hockey club, uh, you know, but this is going to be a good game. And I, I would I would tend to lean lightning here. And look at the juice on the under five and a half, Carl. You know, we've we've seen sevens. We've seen seven and a half. But this series is much different with that total. Yeah, well, we're actually at five. Uh, wow. Here, Pat, at, wow. Uh, the over we have it juice minus a dollar forty five. Uh, with the under wow. plus one twenty, it may move. Uh, well, other than the first game, Patrick, I mean, we've we've everyone's hit been under, under five. Right? Everything's been under. You had two two goals scored uh, last time out two nights ago with two minutes to go. So you know it was one. It, it, it's been a low scoring series. Two the two best goaltenders in the world. So the, good reason. By the way, you know what thing that stands out to me, Michael Lombardi, is with Carl Johnson. He's such a benevolent man, such a great guy. Taking care of the grandchildren, my assumption is he gets taken advantage of. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I they run rough shot over him. He's too it's nice. Hard. Hey, Patrick, you you know you were around Dominic you, and Mikey. And the, uh, it's hard to say no. I mean, it's hard to say no. I, I don't have it in me to say no. Carl? The best thing I could do is is walk away. <laughs> what about you, Carl? Yeah, I, I you know I don't say no too often. I mean uh, that that's. Uh, you know, that's my heart right there. Uh, I love taking care of them kids. And, and be honest with you, you know, when they're in, when they're there, like, I, you know, I had a, got a house full of kids. I mean, they got tents in the living room. You know, I like that stuff. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to play along with it. And I got an Oculus. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever got into VR, but I've got an Oculus. And, and that thing is just unbelievable. Virtual reality. Carl, you're the best, yeah. man. Stay young. Yeah. You'll never get old, right? That's the perfect way to live life. And one more is the podcast. Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter is where you can give him a follow. He's a must follow. Carl, enjoy your day. Do you got to play for us? So it sounds like you might find some value there with the plus 170 coming back the other way on the Rangers. Yeah, you know, that is good value there. But, look, a big game here for our region right now is Ole Miss baseball against Southern Miss. Okay. Um, I like wow. Southern Miss minus $1.25 today, and I like under nine and a half. Uh, huge, wow, it's a it. huge game here. I'm literally playing that right now on my app from Carl Johnson. Southern it. Miss, lay the number. Thank you, Carl. Yep, Enjoy your it. day. Enjoy your Thanks, Saturday. Thanks, Carl. Take care, guys. See you later, Michael. He's the best. Thanks, Carl Johnson. There's the best. <laughs> I mean, I could just see, because uh, I saw the kids. The kids are too cute. Well, you just get yeah. taken advantage of as a grandfather yeah, and a grandma. Just, it's too, you it's, can't, it's, you got no, there's you can't no, say no. There's no answer. You can't, you can't, say, can't no. say no. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.